T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back at base, bugs in the software. Flash the message, something's out there Floating in the summer sky 99 red balloons go Hey, how are you? Welcome in Sports Radio WEEI. It's Christian Arkin, Megan Adelini here with you until 6 o'clock. I got a level with you folks. I'm I'm a little banged up today. What happened? <laughs> I'm hurting a little bit today. Nothing happened. I didn't get, like, jumped or anything, but uh, it was Dad's night out last night. It was my birthday. You, uh, okay. You kept saying that. I kept saying that as my friends but kept... But there, uh, there were no other dads there. That's true. It got to a point where... I was dad. It was my dad apostrophes night out. So Not dad plural. Just, we, just went, dad. we went with a group of your friends. It was great. To uh, the Celtics game last night, Celtics-Pelicans. Mm-hmm. We hit Sullivan's tap twice. We did. We pre-gamed the at the Sully's. We ended up at Sully's after the game. Pre and post game. Um, I don't go anywhere else. That's the only bar I go to. We, I know. We might need to start a new segment called Tales from the Tap. Yeah. Of things that happen at Sullivan's Tap. Uh, but it yeah, was eventful it, last night. I, I, so I wasn't sitting with you the entire game. And I didn't realize until we left the game when you started sliding down the poles and pretending to be the banisters uh, the banisters and yes. pretending to be johnny knoxville from That's jackass right. and shouting dad's night out <laughs> hello i'm christian arcan this is dad's night out <laughs> pretty much all right so you know how they have banisters they have like the short ones but then there's those big long ones <laughs> i got up at the top of the big long one and i was like all right i'm doing this and careful, i got about halfway down and the then jumped off here. i know right so people are going <laughs> to use this but so uh yeah bad. That's when I sort of realized too that I was uh, that I was maybe up past my bedtime. Yeah, how did you feel when you woke up this morning? <laughs> I felt awful. I felt literally awful. Like I've you know you get older and you start doing these things less and less. You have a baby in the house, so you're up at five a.m. every morning and you're just completely tapped. I sort of treated it like, all right, finally I get I get a night out, and I shouldn't have I shouldn't have done that. It was your birthday. It should have been like a rest and recharge. It's and not like going to my crazy. next year feeling good. I wasn't crazy. True, I wasn't. You but, were crazy. Oh God. You did. Did have a friend who disappeared at the end of the night. Yeah. That concerned me a little bit Irish because goodbye, it, it got a point there, yeah. where we all looked at each other and we were like, "Where's Rick?" Yeah, where'd Rick go? We all said that. But I, I want to open this up to the listeners, and we're we're gonna get to a ton <laughs> of Patriots. We're gonna talk to Tommy Kern. We will about his explosive report yesterday that Bill Belichick and uh, Robert Kraft are on the same page. Already had the meeting. Already moving forward with uh, deciding on making offensive coaching changes. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to a little Celtics. We're even going to talk a little Red Sox. We're going to do it all. Uh, by the way, the Bruins are still great. Yes, they are. <laughs> but I want to talk about the pool game that happened last night. Because when we post-gamed at Sully's, we get there. And 
I've been at Sully's before with people who mm-hmm. proclaim themselves to be like pool sharks. Right. And you and your brother got to a point where the table was open and you were like, all right, now we're going in on the pool table. I didn't know. My brother put the money down. You know, you put the quarter on the table and I, then you I'm get to go next. I'm horrible at pool. So that was I it. So he put it down for us do and he's like, you're playing with me and it's my birthday. I said, okay, great. Even though that's a, it's not the, I love Sully's, but that's a tough pool table because you're always surrounded it's by a, people. And it's a little weathered. And you got to ask him, hey, can you move? Can you move? I got to take a shot. You know, it was a whole thing, but. It went, it went pretty well. Okay. So first round, Ryan, I need you to listen to this. I'm first, listening. first round was um, a handful of older guys. Yep. Uh, uncles. It was uncles night out. Handful <laughs> of uncles from New Hampshire who were there with their niece. Right. Who looked a hair over 17. She looked like she was in high school. Yeah. I was like, how'd you get in here? <laughs> and she was really good. Yeah. She was, she was really good at pool. She was. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. She, she was, was the only like, one on that team making any shots. Good for her. Yeah. It was so that was impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, she, we still beat you, her. You right narrowly beat her, mm-hmm. but she was doing all the work on that team. Yep. And then there were there was this group of guys waiting in the wings, and I wish I could put their faces out there, but they're private <laughs> citizens, so Don't I'm not going to do that. So I'm just going to tell nice uh, guys. If you're by your phone or you know you're pulled over or something don't do this if you're driving if you're not aware of the great movie rushmore love that movie it's my favorite movie i love Rushmore. i adore rushmore there's a character played by jason schwartzman and it's the main character that character walked up to the pool table last night and put his money down and was like we got you next the gentleman with him was wearing like driving loafers yeah this was and like a, a collection. And like a Mr. Rogers sweater. This guy, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. This, this guy was like flashing his watch. These guys yeah. could not have been older than 25. Mm-hmm. And the swag that they were bringing in, when they essentially broke out the protractor to measure the different shots that they were taking on the pool table. Yeah. This game went on for like 45 minutes because they had to spend every, every time it was their turn. They huddled up. They we would go, at all right. Every angle of the freaking They'd walk table. all the way around the table like they were surveying, you know, the, the football fit. And then they'd talk again. They'd break out the protractor and work all the angles and everything. And it's like, guys, you know, I'm hammered. Like, let's get out of here. And we got to keep moving. You guys here. sucked. Did by they? The way. Oh, they were they were like whispering at each other. They, they were think that when I they think that you when I smoked them at the end of the game. Yeah, you didn't notice because you were so far into Dad's night out. It's true. There was I didn't one notice point, anything. I don't even know who won the game. There is well, one it point. sounds like if they were breaking out the compasses and the protractors, these guys must have been hitting all their shots. They were pretty good to start. One of them was really good. The guy in the loafers with the black jacket. Yeah, he was really good. He made a, they, he made a couple shots, but then they couldn't make anything. And they had groupies. They, do you I don't that, remember right? the groupies. The groupies all looked like Kennedy women. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. And so they were hanging out, and they had, like, these groupies. Mm-hmm. You know, they looked like they fell out of some, uh, I don't know, off of a sailboat or something. Uh, and so we were kind of just, like, cheering you on from the side. At yep. one point, I came over, and I was, like, pulling a face against one of the guys, and Mr. Who was like, you need to take it down. You're, like, at an <laughs> eight. You need to bring it down to a six. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. All right. Like, the bad side of me is coming out. But there was a point, and this is where I open it up to listeners, where Jason Schwartzman character uh, spent, no joke, five minutes planning out a shot. After this was- evaluating millions <laughs> of pieces of data in the blink of an eye. And he goes to hit it. I don't know if you even remember this, Arkan. Again, Dad's Night Out. Oh, I do. The freaking yes. ball knocked it off the table. Popped off the table. <laughs> Stop it! And rolled across almost the floor hit of one the of those bar. old guys. Almost, almost hit one hit, of the old guys. Yeah, because by the way, the uncles from New Hampshire they and the niece—they were watching from the side because they wanted to see, like, okay, what's going to happen between the nerds and. 
The Arcan and brothers. And the cool guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Arcan brothers. Uh-huh. So everybody's like, you know, we're all laughing our asses off because we're like, look, Jason Schwartzman knocked the ball on the floor. We're all, you know, we're all pretty hammered. Mm-hmm. And so... Jason, so you start saying the rule here. What did you call it? All right. When the ball gets knocked off the table, it's a scratch and it's ball in hand. That's what I thought. And they were like, no, no, no. You means you got to hit it from back there. You dot the ball and then you uh, and then you hit from back in the kitchen. I said, no, no, no. You knock that- it off the table. That's ball in hand. Yeah. And there was a whole big so it, argument. It created a big debate. Which had already hit the ball from the kitchen. Of- yeah, from behind the staff. from behind the line. Oh, who cares? The line where you Put the uh, where you break ball back from. on the table so we can continue, please. Right, but okay. yeah, ball in hand means you can shoot it from anywhere. Oh, is it there? I'm getting angry about yeah. this. So that continue. Yeah. Half of Sullivan, Sullivan's tap is debating this rule. Okay, mm-hmm. what's happening here? Uh, is it, should it be just, you know, on, on the dot or whatever behind the right. dot line, or can you put it anywhere? Cause Arkan's already making moves. He's trying to put it like right next to yeah. the stripe ball. That I'm ready. I, ball in you hand, have it ball like in right hand. there. Right. And you keep, you just kept shouting ball in hand. <laughs> So I was just yelling stuff. Jason Schwartzman <laughs> belligerently yelling at I really people. was. You were like, it was either dad's night out or ball in hand. You're like, ball dad's in night hand. out, ball in hand. So Jason Schwartzman goes over to the New Hampshire uncles and he starts asking them what the rule right. is. And I'm like, so, who asked that? Who cares? Yeah. What are, like, they, what, what are they? What are they? The, the 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 pool god? Like who care? What do they? What do they know? Nice, you came yeah. up with that. That was a good reference. I did. Uh, but over there, he's like, we're like, they just lost. Why are they the rule dictators? Exactly. Like, he just beat them. So I'll open it to you, audience. Is ball in hand. Because you you were a very gentlemanly here where you were you acquiesced mm-hmm. to their request. I did. That maturity. I said, um, fine. You guys took a vote, and it's fine. I didn't want to make the a whole uncles, thing. The uncles ruled yeah. that it should be put behind the line. And then what happened? I think it took two turns later. You hit three shots and smoked them. Game over. I did. And we celebrated like it was an NBA championship. Oh my god, we had champagne. it was really obnoxious. And then we looked at each other and no I was joke, hugging the queue like Jordan with the trophy. We were all just sitting there crying. <laughs> yeah. We were all looking at each other and we go, "Where's Rick?" Yep, because your friend disappeared during that. I wanted to share thing. this magical moment with him. Uh, and then uh, one of I will say a member of the uh, boat shoe mafia uh-huh. who was there. One of them started hitting on your lady friend. Oh, really? You, well, it wasn't my Arcan, lady friend, but yeah. You came over to me and you said, oh, that's right. I remember who's that, that yes. guy? Yeah. And I said, he's with them. He's mm-hmm. with Jason Schwartzman's crew. And you were like, I don't like that. And then you went back to the game. <laughs> so you I didn't like fraternizing with the enemy. That's yeah. not okay. You know, we were, it, was, it was war. May it was I war explain at my Ethereum portfolio to you, my lady? He had a very thick- There are intricacies of Bitcoin that I don't think you quite understand. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to show you back in my parlor. Yeah. He had like a thick winter blazer on. Yeah, I, I remember that. Guy. I was yeah, looking yeah, at sure. it. 40 degrees outside. I was like, is it supposed to be? Well, it was snowing at that point. I was like, is it supposed to be? Is that something you wear outdoors? Or is that just something you wear like at your hunting lodge? I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, Charlie in Cape Cod. I want to go right to the phones on oh, this because we need it. the answer before we actually get to the real sports. No offense, Arkan. Uh, this was a real sport. Charlie in Cape Cod. He has the answer on ball. Just like hand. Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I could be a real sport. It's more more of a sport than uh, some of the stuff in the Olympics. Thank you, Drew. Uh, I I've played a lot of pool, and I I don't you know look at the rule book, but I've always played ball in hand. If the if the you do not hit the object ball, and neither the object ball nor the cue ball hit a rail, 
you have to it's it's ball in hand you get to shoot it from okay wherever so you that's want. like a table scratch table scratches if you were ball in hand that's like a house rules thing Same i thing. always thought if the yeah. ball goes flying off the table then that's ball in hand no matter what that that's what i yeah that's, okay that's exactly right all right well that was yeah. what i was arguing last night charlie it sounds like you agree with me thank you you see that at Circus Delay all the time. That's right, Wiggy. Right, I want to take one more here. This is Raj in Somerset. Raj, Hi, Raj, you're on. Yeah, hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, guys, so, I mean, I've been playing in leagues most of my, well, most of my life. I grew up with pool tables, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so, where it is, it's, it's behind the dot. Saying ball in hand is sort of like saying, you know, I, I, I found a joker in a, in a deck of cards, all of a sudden joker's wild. Uh, that makes no sense. It's always behind the dot. It's one all right, goal. Raj, in your league, yeah, did people hit the ball off the table a lot? I'd imagine not if it was a pool league, right? No, of course it happens. Of course it happens. And it you don't do ball in hand right? after that? Absolutely not. All right, all right. Okay, Raj. Yeah, all right. Good luck, man. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the call. <laughs> See, the house rules are different, I guess. Different house. <laughs> what were the house rules in Sully's? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> The house rules were every man for himself. Yeah, dad's night out. That's oh, right. one more thing here. So, <laughs> innovation with Sully's. I like went out of my way to get cash because mm-hmm. I, I. Oh yeah, they they take cards. They now. take card now. Yeah. I got knocked by Mister Who for ordering a Casamigos. Casamigos is like a top shelf tequila, and he said, "I can't believe you ordered that at Sully's." Why? He said it's a dive bar. Why so it's the order place that? to order it because it's cheaper. <laughs> that's the best place he to was, order. He was top like shelf disgusted. A dive bar. He was like, "Why would you?" Order? It's, he acted like I ordered like a Pinot Noir. A, you know, very weird. high maintenance out. I was guys. like, "This is tequila. What's yeah. wrong with tequila?" And he was like, "Ugh, Casamigos." That's, I'm like, "Am I here? I'm supposed to be drinking rail? Like, no. <laughs> I have to work tomorrow. What are we talking about?" Yeah, no, and there's I nothing said, wrong with I that. I said it's behind the bar. Like if it's if they're serving it at the bar, it's not like I'm an a hole who went up to the bar and was like, mm, "Do you have any Casamigos?" Like it was right there, and they're like, "No, we don't serve Casamigos." You go here. to a fancy go bar. Go back with Jason. We have turpentine. You like that, <laughs> right? Uh, a shot of Casamigos at a fancy bar would be like twenty bucks. Sullivan's, I can't imagine it was even close to that. That's that's uh, it what was I was thirteen. Would, thirteen. There you go. What a, a what a surprised. bargain that is. I was a little surprised. Thirteen. I mean, it wasn't a shot. I I did not partake in the shots of Dad's night out that you ordered. Uh, they were ordered for me, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you turned to all of us and you were like, who wants shots? Yeah, and I was that like... Made, that was like early in the night, I, I was think. like, no, <laughs> we're not even at the game yet. No, I needed to and warm up insisted, to get over there, yeah. Oh, you were like, well, we have to see everybody get their numbers called out. I like the intro video. I do, I like and the intro. I was like, are we with the four-year-old? I wanted to get there. Streaking! <laughs> I wanted to get there before uh, before the player introductions. I enjoy that part of the... I enjoy the pageantry, Megan. I, I enjoy uh, seeing the... The videos and the music and the pyrotechnics and the girls nice. and all that it was great. It was- Super loop. <laughs> anyway, tales from the tap. There you I don't go. know. Hopefully, we'll have more in the future. It was a great night. Uh, thank you to Jason Schwartzman and the Boat Shoe Mafia for coming out to play. Sorry, you lost. Yep. Sorry. Hope the rest of your night went better. Oh, you know what happened? This was cool. I shot on the eight ball. And before the ball even went in, I said, good game, guys. <laughs> As it was rolling towards the... That was the coolest was that thing I've ever done. Larry Bird where he takes the last shot from the corner finger and he up. puts his finger up. That was exactly what was happening there. And listen, I don't get to be cool very often, so that was a pretty cool moment Was there. it cool, Mego? Was that cool? I mean, that was pretty it cool. It was pretty cool. But it wasn't cool how then when I got home... Don't you... You, you sent me the ugliest me. photo of myself... And you were like, we were all ugly in that look photo. Look at all of us. <laughs> look at all of us having a great time. And I was like, wow, this is. There are so many things I need to fix about my face. And then the and I and you said, did you get a video of me winning the game? And, and I smoking said, those guys. I said no. Yeah. And then this morning, you texted me again <laughs> at ten a.m. Did you get a video of? Me oh, I thought that's what you were talking about. The, and I said no. You. Had, I may ask a third time. I didn't time. say you asked me this last <laughs> night, but I'm going to take one more ball in hand call. Then we're going to move on. All right, fine.
Here's Jack in Portsmouth. Hey, Jack. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up? Not much. Hey, by the way, I love the show. Mago, I think you're great. Um, but hey, I, thanks. We, we, when, we, when we go, hey, I like you too, Arcand. And by the way, when I go out, I always play with my brother too. But we've gotten into this a number of times because we go out, we always like to play pool. We're by no means professionals, but the real rule is any scratch is technically ball in hand. When you're paying for the table, right? When you're paying for the table, general. in general, okay. Or any scratch in pool, if you miss it, even if the ball doesn't go off the table, you don't hit three rails. It's ball in hand. That's the actual way to play pool. Okay. Thanks for the call, Jack. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I'd never heard that. I've never been in a house where that was the rule. But I believe Jack. Hey, Jack's closer to what I said than the other guy. So I'm with Jack. All right. Should we get to sports next? <laughs> All right. Let's do sports. <laughs> Actual sport. We were at. There's a game that got played last night. We can talk about that game. Although I sort of started <laughs> tapping out around halftime. Wasn't a trap game, Arkan. <laughs> it was definitely not right, a trap day game. One. It was almost a trap game. Um, I'll tell you what else though. We have a lot of updates on coordinators. We have a team that's requesting to talk to Gerard Mayo. We got a lot of stuff. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. They haven't reached out to Bill O'Brien. I don't know if that's going to change now that the meetings happen. It's certainly possible. I just think that this is a sort of situation where you're not going to be able to drag your feet. I mean, I think one thing that's pretty clear here, Bill O'Brien doesn't want to do the shuttle that he's done the last couple of years where his family's in Houston, he's in Tuscaloosa, he wants to get back to the NFL. So if you're a Bill O'Brien and you look at this and you say, okay, like I'd like to be back in New England, I'd like to be coaching Mac Jones, but if I'm worried about my family and the Patriots are dragging their feet at all, like, and the Raiders offer me something, or the Titans offer me something, well, then that's a factor, you know? And these things, again, the Patriots aren't generally swimming in these waters, but these things can move relatively quickly. Bert Breer yesterday on Early Edition discussing uh, Billy O'Brien. It's Christian Arcan, Megan Ottolini here. Uh, we'll be talking with... Tommy Curran in about an hour as we continue the Patriots conversation, but uh, Breer and Curran had reported on this as well. Uh, discussing the urgency potentially that may be required to bring O'Brien into the fold. Now, when we talked to Curran last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago, he basically said it's a... He didn't say it was a sure thing, but he hinted that the family situation and O'Brien, it's a mutual sort of thing there and that everybody's sort of moving forward 
under those circumstances. And I don't know. I just sort of feel like it's such an easy fix. Bill O'Brien, I feel like, would be such an easy fix for all these problems. He's a better offensive coordinator. You can reassign people. You don't have to fire anybody. It's very neat. It's very tidy. But I also think it's just a little too perfect. And what if he doesn't? What if he's not available? What if the Titans snatch him up? What if some other team gets him? Then what? You know, like, I just, I sort of feel like they put a lot of eggs in this basket. And I don't like that they're sort of dinking around waiting. Who put a lot of eggs in this basket? The Patriots, I think, are putting a lot of eggs in this basket. Are we sure, though? I mean, we have We're not sure. I'm going going by what Curran said. No, I know. And we've heard Burt Breer there. We've heard from Curran that there's, you know, a strong possibility that this is going to happen. How many, I, I love living here. I've lived here for 12 years now, almost mm-hmm. 13 years. How many people are so desperate to get back to Massachusetts in order to coach? Well, I O'Brien mean, has a family situation and yeah, he's got a special, I, you But know, I'm saying, like, right. take take advantage, you know? He yeah. wants to be here. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, not everybody wants to be in this environment. Not everyone wants to work in Foxborough. Not everyone wants to work for Bill Belichick under the way that he works his assistants. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that may be why things aren't going so quickly. Because they think that they have the advantage? No, because maybe Bill O'Brien said, I'll come here and I'll do this job, but I want to be named the coordinator right away. I'm going to be the offensive coordinator, and I want some other assurances maybe. Uh, and no. I don't I don't want it right. I don't want Bill uh, punking me around all the time. I bet that's a big part of it. I well, would imagine. I, it's hard to make a decision if no one's reaching out to you. That too. That's the other thing. If I'm Bill O'Brien, you know, even with my extenuating personal family circumstances, uh, he, you know, didn't didn't prevent him from going and working in Alabama. Right. For at least for a little while. And whatever he's doing, you have to imagine in an assistant capacity in the NFL is going to be a stepping stone back to being a head coach. So a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Isn't that the saying? A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, yes. Yeah, because you have it. That's Although I don't really understand. Means. So there's two it birds in the bush looking, then you, Oh, I, there's two birds in the bush. I could go get those, but I already have one in my hand. So I should just go home with that. Got it. That's what that means. I've never understood that one. Really? Um, Do you get it now? Not really, no. It means How do, like, the two birds in the bush, a, how is that the same as having thing, a bird in my hand? You have one thing for sure. Don't go for the two things that you don't know if you can actually get them. But you're saying it's worth the same thing. No, 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 no. It's a worth A bird in more. the hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah. You could have two, which is technically more birds. Have you, you don't tried even to have chase them. a bird from, like, I want to catch those two birds that are in that bush. I'm going to catch them. Like, that's very difficult to I caught do. A, I caught a pigeon once when I was a kid, and I brought it into my house, and my parents freaked out. That's disgusting. I jumped. I, it jumped up. Like, I jumped behind it, and it jumped up in the air, and I caught it. And I brought it into my... Were you, like, with Mr. Miyagi? How did this happen? It was just a stupid slow pigeon, and I was a very uh, agile young young boy in the North End. The moment you can catch this, the I'm pigeon from my hand. I brought the pigeon up the stairs to our apartment, and I let it free in our... Oh, I would be <laughs> so angry. If you were my kid, oh my goodness gracious. I you thought were scrubbing I, that, every inch of I don't our know house. Why, I don't know why I did it. I, I'm picturing <laughs> just you really? just at the bocce courts with like a bunch of elder Italians mm-hmm. around you catching pigeons. Yeah. Learning the ways, learning how to do that. So to answer your question, Megan, yes, I completely understand that phrase now. So I'm, okay. When I had that pigeon in my hand, it wasn't like having two in a bush is what I'm saying. If he gets a great, uh, if he gets a great offer from Tampa or from somewhere else, it's hard to turn your nose up at that when it's radio silence from New England. True. That's what that's saying. Absolutely. And I think that. There are uh, other birds. Right. And if there's probably other situations 
that may be more attractive, not because of the family or the you know the geography of it or anything, which is obviously important to Bill O'Brien, but just offenses that he'd rather run than this one, right? Like this offense has potential, and yeah, it would look great for him if he comes in and saves it and has it functioning at a high level. That'll look great for him. Uh, Bill might not like that because that means some other team's going to say, all right, O'Brien, come out here and be our head coach. Uh, and I wonder. I wonder if O'Brien sort of is talking to the crafts and saying, listen, I'm not going to be a coordinator for very long. And if I come here and I uh, fix up this offense, I want to be recognized for it. And when he leaves, I want that job. Like, I could so, see all of that being part yeah, of this. Yeah, in a little conspiracy theorist, uh, whatever that word I just said was. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Callahan, I heard talking about this on, I think it was Brian Barrett's pod, Ringer podcast, like a week ago, where he was saying, you know, that that's a very strong possibility that Bill O'Brien coming here would signal perhaps, and, and, you know, there's the Rooney rule and there's rules around the NFL against this, but people don't always follow those, whatever. It could signal that he would then inherit the position, yeah. that that would be the succession plan. And if you're Bill Belichick, do you really want to be in that position? Do you want, you know, the younger son just like waiting it out and yeah. double checking the will and you know whatever moves he makes if it, I'm, I'm saying I, I know this is a little morbid but I don't know how else to talk about it because I'm sick uh, so if Bill Belichick is making some a uh, move that GM wise is the benefit of the next two years mm-hmm. but maybe four or five years screws the team down the line then is Bill O'Brien sitting there going okay well what about 2027 what's going to happen then yeah and Bill Belichick's like, why are you worried about that? Where are you going to be in 2027? We, who knows? We'll even be here. Yeah. Why are you worried about that, Bill? That's a then you uh, got a Bill versus Bill. Yeah, then you got Bill on Bill crime. Um, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Breer also talked about potentially bringing in Cliff Kingsbury. Says the Patriots are interested and are doing their research on him. They absolutely made phone calls on him. Like, I, I know that they've done their research on Cliff, and it's really interesting. So wait, they've made phone calls. The Patriots have made phone calls on Kingsbury, but not on O'Brien. Well, it's more background stuff. Okay. So they okay. haven't contacted Kingsbury directly, to my knowledge, but I do know that they've done some homework on him. And I think the issue is... Cliff's a little burned out right now. I think the last year was really hard on him. He's due $30 million over the next four years. He can make that much money. If he wants to go globetrotting, whatever, won't matter. He'll make that money. So I think Cliff might be more of a mind to take a year off. But I think he's somebody the Patriots certainly have turned over on. Okay. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury or Bill O'Brien? Snap pick, one or the other. Oh, duh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's a duh. Like, don't even think about totally. it. Totally. Why, why is that? I'm saying that Kingsbury, because the, the number one thing, there are two things. Number one, I love Bill O'Brien's character, attitude, disposition, and I think he would be a fantastic fit in that way with Mac Jones. Okay. Number two, somebody who has worked in the system here before, has worked well with Bill Belichick before, at least in terms of success on paper, and so knows the lay of the land, will come back, and then it's a more immediate integration into whatever the path back to success for this team is. I'm sort of with you there, although I do think going in a new direction is not the worst thing in the no. world either. And if Kingsbury has a whole thing, like they they said that they're you know into what he did there in, in Arizona and how he kind of revolutionized that offense there before things fell apart this year, uh, mostly due to injuries. But I sort of look at O'Brien, and if Bill's definitely coming back, which he said he was in that press conference, then that does make more sense. But I think what sort of got me stuck on this is that 
Bill coming back and just sort of bringing in O'Brien and continuing on like this and hoping things get substantially better when it was Bill's decision to bring in Patricia and Judge last year has me questioning his judgment. You know, like okay, his wait. judgment, I think, call, it can be called into question for that. But by that logic, then, do you want the crafts to be nominating who the offensive coordinator is going to be? Do you want that, like, you're going to take that power away from Bill because he made a bad decision last year? If I brought in a new coaching staff, if I brought in a new head coach who brought in his own offensive people and another okay, staff, well, that's, that's not the conversation. That's right? not the we're conversation. Talking, we're talking about the offensive coordinator in reality. Here. In reality, which is what I'm saying. If Bill's sticking around, then you know you have He's to kind of pick it. play in those in those confines. But you know, there's there's the talk of of moving on, and I think that we all know at some point here, Bill Belichick's going to hang up his whistle, and that's going to be that, and you have to have a plan for the future. And I just think, you know, another Belichick succession plan when he's got a really lousy coaching tree is something I don't feel great about. You know, I just I don't. So you rather love it. you're leaning at least interest wise, curiosity wise, into Kingsbury because he's from the outside and he'll bring in different ideas, and it's not necessarily someone who's been, or certainly not somebody who's been in Bill's inner circle yes. at times. That's what that's what attracts him uh, to me the most. Hmm. I guess I'm also just a little worried about the, uh, <laughs> what, what it sounds like. First of all, I would love to hear the background check that goes into hiring a coach from the outside hmm. because the description from Burt Breer there. Uh, is that they haven't called Cliff Kingsbury, but they're calling around on him. Right. So are they like they got like calling, a PI following yeah, him around? And stuff. They're calling. Oh well, he worked with this coach. He worked with that coach. Well, what did they have to say about him? And, you know, it's like, have you ever had a friend? Since I'm from the Washington D.C. area, mm-hmm. I have friends who have tried to go into like Foreign Service and CIA and FBI stuff, and you you never find out until well after the fact when they don't go into it, and you find out you're like, oh, like I had one friend who worked at a Nike store for a year and we were all like you know that she great she's a runner but mm-hmm. why is she why isn't she like going and doing something with the degree she has turns out the whole time she was interviewing for a foreign service thing and, and that's how long the background one day <laughs> you never hear from them again and it but it's it I, it feels like that level of background check on cliff kingsbury yeah you know like they're calling former neighbors just trying to vet it all out. Why don't Van you call pulls the guy? up, puts like a thing over his head, and <laughs> why, not call, why not call the guy? Yeah, just call him. Like, is it is it that is, is it that high a wall to clear just to make the call? I don't know. Cliff Before Kingsbury? we even reach out to him, we want to get a sense of his entire character. Yeah, maybe. I uh, mean, that if, could if, be it. if we know the Patriots are looking at Cliff Kingsbury, don't you think Cliff Kingsbury knows the Patriots are looking at Cliff Kingsbury? I think so. If they're calling around on his high school teachers or something <laughs> like. Isn't that getting back to him? You won't believe who called me. Bearish. <laughs> he called me from Foxborough. He was asking me uh, when Cliff was taking ceramics class in the 10th grade, did he show uh, great uh, characteristics of leadership and the ability to lead a locker room? These are all very weird questions they're asking me. It's just, I don't know. I think it's a little odd. I, I understand the attraction with Cliff. Absolutely. I'm sure there's there are other names out there because the report from Tommy Kern that I can't wait to talk to him about yes. in about an hour says that they are already pursuing some offensive coaches. So that's coaches. So I would guess that there are other names, other options out there that maybe they're making background checks on. But I don't know, maybe call one of these guys. I mean, yeah. if they brought in Cliff Kingsbury over Bill O'Brien, wouldn't that indicate like a very substantial shift in like Patriots ideology? Like I know he yes. used to be here, but I think that would speak volumes as far as like what the Patriots and Bill Belichick are, are willing to do in order to fix what went wrong with this team last year, as opposed to bringing in a guy, you know, Bill O'Brien will probably get his own say, but at the same time, it's not 
like retread of something that used to be here. It's going to be a Cliff Kingsbury who you would have to imagine wants to bring in his own staff yeah. and run his own offense. And, and the Patriots, huge. it would be. And the Patriots are not uh, averse to trying out a new offense. They tried one this year. Well, it you, was a total failure, but they at least tried it. Do like they, Bill, they'll do it. Bill would just want Cliff in the building, one, because he doesn't have to pay his salary, but also because he's from the Shanahan tree there, um, the Shanahan school. Yeah, I would of think offense. so. I would think so. Although he may be disillusioned with it by now after right. what happened this year and the whole, you know, Kendrick Bourne well, thing. He sees a pocket passer. He's like, wow. This is the complete opposite of what I came from. Let's right. do this. Yeah, you know, maybe he's not running those RPOs the same way. Okay, and he Matt, Mac doesn't have the same uh, natural abilities, but uh, that kid yeah. sleeps with the playbook. Let's go. Listen, uh, rumor has it Mac Jones hates video games. Doesn't, doesn't play Call doesn't of Doesn't want anything to do with them. Yep. It's true. He's Mac. like the Amish. They just shut the electricity off in his house at 7 o'clock. Uh, 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Let's uh, talk to Jeff, who was in New Hampshire, uh, as a thought on all this offensive coordinator business. Go ahead, Jeff. How's it going, guys? Good hey, to Jeff. talk to you today. What's up? Hey, listen, uh, here's here's my thought of what might be taking so long for Bill O'Brien to uh, be contacted. He might have already been contacted. We know how secretive the Patriots are. We know that uh, they had a conversation, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban, about Bill O'Brien and didn't want to take him last year. And maybe with the Crafts loving Bill O'Brien the way they do, and Bill Belichick being 71 years old, maybe there's some language in there that they're trying to go out with. All right, here's our succession plan. Billy O'Brien comes in. He was a good coach in Houston, terrible general manager, but a good coach in Houston. Getting to the playoffs four out of five years with some really crappy quarterbacks come in, Build this offense back. Oh, we lost them. But it said on the screener that he would hire O'Brien to uh, replace uh, Belichick, and I think that that's probably what the succession plan would be. I think that's nice and tidy for the Crafts, for Bill, for everyone. And it's just almost a little too perfect and a little too much of a continuation, which I think you don't want to continue what we've seen here the last couple of years. I think you want to pivot away from that. If you're the Crafts, I don't think you want to just drag out, you know, the Belichick years to the end, and he passes Shula, and then you replace him with one of his guys, and his kid's still on the staff, and it's just it never, you know, it never ends. I don't know. I mean, the glory days were great, but they were they're in the past. Now you're talking about continuing something that's 500 and a fringe. No! Fringe playoff team. Like, that's what we're talking about continuing right But there's now. no guaranteed success with somebody new. That's true. Like, the same way that you... That but you're, you're starting over, at least. You you're trying. You don't want a, a Bill continuation with Bill O'Brien. I'm sure Bill O'Brien has different ideas. Like, for all the... That's uh, true. I'm talking all, about him like he'll just do whatever yeah, Bill for, says. He's well, very independent. For all the yeah. failures in head coaching positions that, come, that have come out of Belichick's coaching tree... I mean, O'Brien, he's not just like a robot. True. And he's farther away from somebody like a Matt Patricia, who I think tries to emulate Belichick in so many different ways that don't really matter, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. that's one knock on Patricia is that he focuses seemingly on, or at least as a head coach, he focused on some of the outward stuff that really wasn't the point of how Bill does stuff. Yeah. So, I know. That was more important to him than anything, and the players hated him for it. They hated Patricia. Uh, let's try Tim and Hanover before the break uh, with a thought on Matt Patricia. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Hey, buddy. Hey, I, I just want to say um, I think from the wording I heard from uh, Belichick talking prior, I think he wants to try and keep Matt Patricia. Believe it or not, he was horrible, and I didn't want him even there. But I think they might bring in Kingsbury. It can be a win-win for him or – or um, the other guy, too. I can't even think straight right Judge? now. But uh, No, 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 the other one they're trying to bring O'Brien? back. O'Brien? Yeah, O'Brien. There you go. Sorry. 
Uh, I think uh, it could be a win-win for both of them because if, if we get Kingsbury in here, and I think what Belichick will want to do is put Patricia, Patricia underneath Kingsbury to learn. And this could be a, a, a good block for Kingsbury to be here because Belichick will be on his resume to open up a, another uh, opportunity for him to be a head coach somewhere else or the other way with O'Brien. So I think uh, you might wind up seeing him sticking around. And, and he'll coach the offensive line as well. So it could be like a two-part thing for him in a learning education. All right, thanks for the call, Tim. Um, I'm all set with uh, Matt Patricia being Matt re- Patricia. reassigned to it's gonna happen, back what he was though. last year, you know, it's... being the special assistant Wait, guy. you're all does... set like you, you're fine with that, or you're all set like... I'm, I'm fine with him not being part of the offense anymore. I'm okay. fine with him being reassigned back to whatever he was doing, not last year, but the year before that, before this year. He's wheeling and dealing in the office. His little, yeah, signing the checks and stuff and, you know, doing the Ernie Adams crap. Like, I'm fine. Patricia can do that. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's, he's great at that. But having him be part of the offense and uh, a voice on that offense, I just think, was uh, reassign him far away from that. How's everybody year. doing today? Uh, doing great, Matt. 617-779-7937. I'm actually pretty banged up. <laughs> we'll uh, take a quick break, come back, and when we come back, we'll talk about what the uh, Red Sox owners had to say. Well, not the owners. One of the owners had to say. Um, Pete Abraham has something in the globe here about the uh, team and whether or not they'll be sold. Sounds like uh, Tom Warner's thinking probably not. We'll get to all that next. The, you know, there's been a lot of subtractions. There's a lot of unrest among fans. How do you respond to that, and, and how, what gives you the confidence it's going to turn around? Well, as, as a fan, I think that uh, we saw that uh, our bullpen last year was mediocre, and I think we've improved our bullpen. We're obviously counting on uh, a number of pitchers who were not productive last year to come back, you know, starting with Chris Sale and Paxson. I think that uh, the signing of Yoshida was a big signing. We haven't spent enough time talking about that, but he could be an impact player for us. And that's not to say that, uh, you know, (laughs) I'm guaranteeing anything, but I'm confident that we're going to be competitive. Well, that's good. Tom Warner thinks we're not talking about Yoshida enough. Is that right? Are we not talking about Yoshida enough? It's hard to talk about him since we've never, no one's ever seen him play before. You know, I don't have the Japanese league on my, <laughs> my, uh, on my direct TV. It's Those Christian. Some great times watching Korean baseball. Megan Adelina. Sorry, Korean. That's right. Uh, yes. Uh, either way, I oh, he is seen Japanese. Him. But I'm saying the great game of baseball spans all corners of the earth. Sure, games. of course it does. I wish you would know that. Um, yeah, maybe we could talk about that a little more if it was, you know. A player that we were familiar with. All the players that we are familiar with, Tom, you keep letting leave or uh, trading them away or whatever. Uh, Letting them walk in free agency. That's what's annoying. That's what we're talking about because that pisses us off. Um, Tom Warner doing damage control there as the Red Sox uh, very proud of themselves for re-signing one of their own players. (laughs) I mean, my God, you would have thought that they just landed Aaron Judge or Shoei Otani or something. They re-signed their own player, and they hold this big press guy talking about how great they are and all these people who scouted Rafael Devers when he was 16 and everything, and it's like, guys, you already had him. (laughs) He's been here all the whole time. All these other people who were here at 16 and you scouted them and did all these things, you let them leave or you traded yeah, them. So. You didn't even find him. Right. You just decided he was good enough to stay here. <laughs> Seriously. Congrats. Um, Greg, congrats for confirming what everybody else already decided. John Henry, famously not there, although we found out today from uh, Jen McCaffrey that John Henry and uh, several other people, whole, uh, the whole group, went down to the Dominican Republic 
to pitch the $300 million to Rafael Devers. I feel like when you're about to cut a check to someone for $300 million, that's like, that. you don't need to go, you know what I mean? Like, if you're doing that, you can do that over the phone. You don't have to make a whole big show about it and go down to Dominican. I'm sure it was fun going down there. Shows you care. It does show you care. Put a little personal touch on it. How about maybe going to the press conference then, John? Like, you know, is that maybe that'll show you care too. Uh, yeah, I guess you went down to Sao Paulo because you really needed the whole group. Everybody needed to be there. to, I want conv- to apologize. Not, not yet, John. You needed everybody there to convince this guy to sign a check uh, for $300 million. But uh, you couldn't be there for the uh, you couldn't be there for the press conference. This is what hurts most. It does that that hurts me. It hurts us all. Uh, John Henry not there. Tom Warner though was uh, fielding questions about Taking the ownership the group. Taking the heavy <laughs> fire here. Slings and arrows. As they asked him, uh, you guys planning on selling this team or what? There are absolutely no plans. Uh, <laughs> Wait, people- pause it. What I happened? Love, I love when they start with a laugh. <laughs> There's absolutely no plans. <laughs> there are absolutely no plans. Absolutely no plans. What are you, some kind of moron? That is ridiculous. Hey, Tom Warner, what are you going to do with the uh, pitching rotation? There are absolutely no plans. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Um, Sorry, he can keep talking. (laughs) All right, yeah. There are absolutely no plans. Uh, People should know that our, not only is our our brains into trying to fix the... Can you pause it? What is so goddamn funny in this press conference? I don't know. Not only our brains. <laughs> he's really struggling what to get this. Uh, to get I, this I have it on good authority. Rob Bradford was actually tickling his feet while he was giving his <laughs> answers. <laughs> With like a feather. Are they, like giving out that's, ecstasy That's the only way we can get the owners to talk. You give them a little coochie coo. <laughs> See? Uh, you know, you tickle them, tickle them, then you ask them the tough questions. Bradford's got the feather down there. That's <laughs> why I don't do these anymore. I'm tired of my tootsies getting tickled. <laughs> um, here's a, so we're never going to get through this. <laughs> uh, let's see if Warner can so are you this trying, Are you going to sell the team, uh, Tom Warner? He can, he can compose himself. That our, not only is our our brains <laughs> in, into trying to fix the, the last place finish, but our heart is with uh, our fans. That we, we, we hope, I'm, I'm 72, John 72, uh, we have a, a desire to win many more uh, World Series here. Um, as long as we're healthy, we're going to be uh, hopefully. Uh, okay, pause. <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> the desire is to win more World Series. It is. Series. I was picturing Rob with a feather. That's what, <laughs> that's what made me laugh. <laughs> but yeah. Um, not only are our brains into trying to fix the last place finish, but our hearts are with the fans. I think I get what he's saying there, but um, yeah. Your brains are what got you in last place. You know what I mean? Like, your brain, the brain trust here is what got this team in the last place. So, yes, uh, fix it. Do what you got to do. And if you're really not going to sell the team, I mean, yikes. Uh, Fenway Sports Group now owns Liverpool FC, the Penguins, other entities. They are seeking new investors. But they're not going to sell the Red Sox because... The Red Sox still make money you, for them. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm sorry. Are I'm you going to throw up? I'm ha- no, I'm not going to throw up. <laughs> okay. A little indigestion. <laughs> like, little, what is happening? A little Pepto-Bismol. I'll be, I'll be fine. <laughs> Brains. I got Rob Bradford tickling my feet under the table right now. That's what's uh, going on here. <laughs> um, but, you know, if uh, if you if you want them to sell the team, they're not going to do it because it makes sense financially. They're going to keep the team. The team makes money for them. It's a it's a portfolio that they have, and it's still a valuable part of the portfolio. Ticket sales may have been down last year. Interest may be down, but it's still generating a lot of money for this group. They're not going to sell the team. That's why he's laughing, probably. Like what? You know, as for FSG, you know, yes, it's true that we were looking for additional investors. Um, nothing has materialized, but that doesn't change our our focus. We're precluded from 
making an investment uh, in the NFL because of our, our partnership, our institutional investors. But our heart and soul is with the Red Sox. Sorry, Mego, not buying the Commanders, I guess. That's all right. It's going to still be Snyder's team. I think uh, General Tutty or whatever your weird. What do you think he means by that? Uh, We can't invest. We can't buy a team in the NFL because of our existing. What existing? They have a baseball team, a hockey team, and a soccer team. Why can't they have an NFL team? Maybe they don't have enough cash. Maybe. I mean, sometimes, like I know that's hard for people to believe. Sometimes it is a cash flow operation problem. Mm. Yeah, certainly could be. They were looking for investors, as you just broke said it. Let the spent all my money on asparagus. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Let's go to uh, let's go to Scott in Connecticut. Uh, Scott has a Red Sox question. Hi, Scott. Hey, I love you guys. Show thanks, Scott. I'm, I'm laughing. And it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, what are the Red Sox? What are they? What are they, what are they, what are they who's playing shortstop? <laughs> Uh, thanks for no plans. Thank you for the call, Scott. Scott's having a good day. Scott was trying to set himself up. What, what is the plan at shortstop, Tom Warner? There are absolutely no plans. Thank okay, you. thank you. Rob Very Bradford, good. get out of there. I'm trying to do serious we'll business. See. I think I saw Scott at Sullivan's last night. Uh, 617-779-7937. Hey, your, uh, there's Baseball your phone number. Here. Okay, Bradford. Um, when we come back, Vince Wilfork had some hot takes about NFL players in general and uh, what they're really into and why they should respect their coaches more than they do. It started off as a Patriots thing, became sort of a general get off my lawn uh, speech from Vince Wilfork. We'll get to that next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.